0: you know what it is that's right it's time to talk money with your money nerd and financial coach now tighten those purse strings and open those ears it's the money talk with tiff podcast
1: hey everyone i am so excited to have our next guest on the line so we have ashley marie aka coach a and she is here to talk to us about how to quit our nine to fives and be financially prepared to do because as y'all heard from my story is so important that part is so important you gotta end up back so thank you so much coach a for coming on the show today
0: this is such an exciting conversation i have the privilege to be speaking with you about something that's near and dear to me i find that a lot of women right now have participated in the hashtag great resignation but i want to caution a lot of you guys Do not follow the trend. You need to become the trend. And what I mean by that is building generational wealth, establishing a legacy. That's the type of trend you want to establish, not the one that Tiff's talking about where you make this epic exit from your nine to five and then you go crawling back to your job. That's not where we want to see you guys today. So we know you're up for
1: some good information today. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I'm so excited because I know I have some lessons that I've learned from my experience. But, yes. but what are some, let's just hop right in because I know the audience is, oh, let me take notes. <laughs> yeah. So what are some things that people should think about before even trying to make that move by quitting there? Here's the thing. Majority of our lives, we have worked
0: in some type of a capacity, corporate America, nine to five. The things that I teach my students in Amory University that they need to focus on the most is their mindset towards money. A lot of us jump right in, we look for new jobs and we go after the cash flow. but I'm gonna caution you not to do that. I want you to begin evaluating all of your money habits today. What do you mean by that Coach A? Who has your money present day, okay? If I was to pull up your bank statements today for the last 30, 60, and 90 days and sit down with you as your financial coach, I would be able to tell you right now while you're not able to make that epic exit into that nine to five, a lot of you guys also have desires maybe to purchase your first home to get a brand new car. Unfortunately, the way the market is set up, they're still looking for you to have that traditional W-2. So anybody looking to make that epic exit you need to make sure that you nail down some of those larger purchases before you call yourself an entrepreneur, right? The banks are gonna be looking for you to have things like proper money management. I'm gonna say it again, proper money management. That's more than 20, $30,000 sitting in the bank, money that you don't have to touch each and every week. A lot of us, and I say that lightly, Women predominantly have learned to take care of everybody else but ourselves. But when we go to make that epic exit we need to be thinking about the future. We need to be thinking about our finances and the lifestyle that we desire to have. Because I see so many women make this epic exit and they're living worse than when they were when they had a nine to five job. And that's not an abundant life. So first, they need to come out of agreement with lack. They need to come out of agreement with the poor mindset, which is passing over opportunities repeatedly. That is what makes people poor, Mm. not your
1: bank account. Mm. Okay, so this is (laughs) is a lot that I want to hit on with all of what you said, but let's back up to when you said, make sure that you get your large purchases out the way. Because I know from experience, luckily I had bought a house, my car was paid off and all of that before I exited my nine to five. But that's such a good point because even now when I was thinking about buying another house as an entrepreneur- they're like, oh, we need two years of tax returns. We need this, that, and the other. Like, it's a whole other ball game when you try to do things as an entrepreneur. So I like that you hit that because that's super important. Correct, correct. because if you're
0: struggling and you're nine to five to doing your budget, you're going to bring some of those same habits over into entrepreneurship. I've experienced some months where I have windfalls of 10,000, 50,000, 70. If you go and you blow all that money When you go to purchase a large home, and like she said, she already had a house. So let's just say you want to pick up an investment property, which is also a way for you to make this epic exit. You want to make sure you have diversification with your income streams. I'll share my story with you guys because I always leap from the front. When I made my epic exit, I literally entered into the market selling body butters at $5. I wish somebody would have told me, girl, there's no way you're going to be able to sustain that lifestyle. I picked up my coaching certification, which is really how I ended up where I am today. Picked up my first client and that changed everything for me because the second thing we need is purposeful positioning. A lot of us lack the basic business skills, things like hiring a bookkeeper, things like understanding at some point you're going to have to hire an assistant because as cute as it is to become a solopreneur. All you did was fire your boss and hire yourself. And most of us do not treat ourselves better than how our employer treated us. You want to think about things like healthcare. Cobra is off the chain. Okay, I don't know if you've looked at those healthcare prices, but healthcare is the secondary reason why most people remain on their nine to five tip. So we have to have these conversations because, as that solopreneur, if you don't hire a team or a
1: staff, you quickly burn out. And that's not. Yes, you are preaching to me right now because <laughs> I still need to hire an assistant. So if you're listening, hit my inbox. But yeah, I've been doing this since 2017, started the podcast in 2019. And I am always so far behind in emails. It's ridiculous. And it- it's just money sitting there. And me not hiring an assistant. Like for me, and this is another thing, let's get into mindset real quick, right? Yes. So for me, I'm like, I don't want to hire someone and then I'm not able to afford them, which goes back to your other point where th- we're talking about lack and being in that mindset of lack. I'm like, I don't want to hire someone and then I can't afford them. And then I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't have enough work, that type of thing. But I was talking to one of my friends at FinCon, shout out to Aquania, my roommate. <laughs> and she was like, Tiffany, if you hire someone, you can actually make more money because you have them going through your emails, doing all that stuff for you that is holding you back right now. And so I have not done it yet, but that is one of my goals upcoming is to go ahead and hire someone so that way I can start working through those emails. And I
0: highly recommend that if you have a nine to five and you're trying to make that exit, you do need to go ahead and hire someone to take care of those things, to take it off of your plate. The emotional wellness component of this, it's just not worth it for you to try to do everything. Remember, entrepreneurship, we're playing the long game. Building generational wealth, we are playing the long game. A nine to five is short term. And I say that facetiously because a lot of us are so dependent. If that job were to come to you in two weeks from now and say, your services are no longer needed, what would you do? You would need help. If you go ahead and put the infrastructure in place now, which does require mindset and it also requires a budget, right? A budget is not a dirty word. To me, with my students, I teach them budgeting is a very sexy word to me. Why? Listen, listen, budgeting is sexy. As women, we love a man who budgets. We love a man that takes us out to dinner. And so how much more prepared do we need to be with our own finances When we then become a good steward over our business finances, we need to learn as women how to bet on ourselves, how to trust ourselves. I hired my first assistant and it has been a phenomenal experience. But what I will say to you is you better make sure you have HR in place or it can be one of the most horrific experiences in your lifetime. We talk a lot about financial traumas in making this nine to five exit and a lot of boo-boos and a lot of mistakes. And you guys have the privilege to be able to hear our story so that hopefully
1: you guys make different. That is so real. And I'm glad that you were able to find someone that could help get you to that point where you can make the chuck the deuces. (laughs) Oh yeah.
0: (laughs) I did it. I did it four years ago. So probably when you were starting yours. Four years ago, God said, quit your job. I said, are you freaking kidding me? I'm not walking away from this money. I'm making good money. I'm doing bonuses. But I didn't like that I was not valued. I didn't like that I was away from my children at the time. I built my business, tip with a baby on my hip. So this is for any woman that's out there under the sound of my voice. Do not listen to these people telling you you can't do it. You can. Go after your dreams I launched into full-time entrepreneurship with my daughter. She'll be 15 coming up in October. And I used that time to build a parenting time, mommy time. I began interviewing her and coaching her without her even knowing it, y'all. And it's just been a beautiful experience thus far. My other daughter, she'll be seven this year. And she laughs at me all the time. She's like, mommy, what do you do for a living? All you do is talk. And I said, you're right, baby. But mommy's talking going to change your future mommy's coaching is going to set you up for financial future and so I have no regrets though the one thing I will address is I begin saving about 25 percent of my income when I was on that corporate gig I trained myself while working how to train myself becoming a boss so we need to make sure that we identify a business model that's going to line up with the lifestyle that we want. A lot of us are shopping at all these high-end retailers. When you begin to enter into this epic exit, you need to start evaluating where your money is going. The money that you spend today, is it going to last till next week? Is it going to get you where you want to be the following years to come? Make sure you align yourself with the business that represents your values down to the core, because it can't just be about money. Building a business will always build you from the inside out first. So never forget
1: that. I'm so glad you said that because I tell my students that all the time, like always first look at your values and see where your values lie, because I can tell you, and especially as an entrepreneur, it's so important to have that why and have that why that aligns with with your values, because some days you'll get up and you're like, I really don't feel like doing this today. But if you go back to that why, you go back to your values and you're like, you know what? I got this. I can do this. But I can tell you just as an entrepreneur, there's some days where I'm like, do I really want to do this podcast today? (laughs) Do I really want to do this? But then I go back to my why you, why did I start this? Why, why did I go into this? And it was for a bigger purpose than just me. And so I have to put myself to the side sometimes get out of my head. Cause that's usually what it is and just get it done. Matter of fact, to be honest with you for this episode, I just woke up like 15 minutes before we were <laughs> Because yes. I, I was like, oh, I was like, I woke up early and I was like, I can just go back to sleep right now. But I was like, I don't want to miss this interview. So let me set yes. a, a yes. timer. But that's the thing, like you'll get up some days and it's just, I don't feel like doing this, but you go back mm-hmm. to why and you go back to, in my case, the people that depend on this information. Yes. If I didn't record this episode today, somebody listening wouldn't have gotten these gems. And Correct. exactly. So everything falls into place with each other. Now, mm-hmm. Coach at What else do people need to think about? So, we went over knowing your cash flow, aka budget. Yes. (laughs) Um, Come (laughs) on.
0: We went over
1: getting your mindset right. We went over one thing I do want to go over, and I want to get your, because you said that you save 25% of your salary, you got up to the point where you were saving 25% because you knew you were making this exit. I similarly did the same. I was like, okay, I know this is the number that I need every month to pay my bills. And I want to make sure I have at least like three to six months of that saved up. Now, what, when people are trying to evaluate how much they need or how much is plausible for them, what are some things that they need to think about? So for me, I call
0: it in our industry, they call it like the financial independence number. I find for a lot of people that is too far off in the clouds. You need your minimum lifestyle number for coach a Marie. I like nice things, right? I like luxury. I listen, I eat sushi, so I'm not one of those people from the cloth of starve yourself, eat noodles. Let's be clear, I have a very lavish life, but I worked hard for the life that I have. And so your mindset is first gonna dictate it. What type of lifestyle when I ask my students, what does your rich life look like? What does your wealthy life look like? Begin now to start preparing. You might not be able to have that life coming out into full-time entrepreneurship, but for number one, your household expenses, things like your electricity bill. Do you need three TVs? You don't. Okay. Do you need four cars? You don't. So you want to think about your minimum lifestyle. For me, I'm a mommy. Thank God I didn't have child care expenses. Some of us do, though. And that child care can be very high. But we want to become very strategic in our minimum lifestyle number. I know that for me, I need to bring about $5,500 a month into my household for me to live comfortably. Only you know what that number is. Some of us are okay with sleeping on the floor. I listen to ET all the time and he's talking about how sometimes, you know, his story is powerful because the things he had to go through. But when you attach that why to that outcome and that end result, there's nothing I'm not willing to sacrifice to get it for my financial future. So for me, my minimum lifestyle number is 5,500. Now, what do some of those things cover? Because a lot of us don't have this conversation. You need life insurance. That should be a part of your minimum lifestyle number. You need health insurance. That should be a part of your minimum lifestyle number. You need a way to commute. Now I know all of us are working from home, but in the event of emergency, you need a car. You just may not need a twenty, Alexis, a Tesla, right? A G wagon. And so I'm sorry to burst your bubble. You don't need those things. Those are considered wants. Okay. You can get a 2004 Toyota Corolla and make it from point A and point B, but it just depends. How hungry are you? How dedicated are you? How committed are you to the things that you say you want? And that's what I use as my
1: compass. Yes. And I will tell you, I took it a step further. So you know how you said you needed 5500 a month? I broke it down by day when I was about to quit. So at that time, it was, what, $50 a day? Because I keep my expenses very minimal. That's just how I live my life. I'm not just, yeah, I'm very frugal. It was like, it was, <laughs> listen to her, y'all. Listen to them. <laughs> No, it just depends on, it just depends on who you are and what values and what's important to you. But it was $50 a day and that gave me the empowerment where I was like $50, like at the time I was driving Uber and Lyft and all that other stuff. So I was like, I could make $50 in three hours of driving maybe. Come on. And I was like, why am I sitting here for 8 Plus hours, because you know a salary, they try to work you to death. So I'm like, why am I sitting here for so long when I could make my $50 and then just work on Money Talk with Tiff? And that was, for me, the most eye-opening thing when I was working in corporate was having that number. So like you said, maybe you do monthly, maybe you even do daily and say, okay, if I just make $50 a day, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> and that I, is good that mm-hmm. you broke it down
0: because that's the secondary. You need to attach goals deadlines, and a timeline. Time management is so essential in this. And I love that. Listen,
1: can I take that from you? (laughs) With my students. We need to break this
0: down by the day. How much do you need to make daily?
1: Okay. Yes, please do. Please do. Because it's so important. And like when I have people coming to me that I'm financial counseling and they're like, this is one of their goals is to leave corporate. I'm like, okay, let's go ahead and see how much you need per day in order to make this happen. So then when you do that, you're like, let's say, Your client fee, I don't know, I'm just throwing random numbers, is $100 for an hour. So you're like, okay, if I just do mm, one a day, I'll be well over my budget, well over what I need in order to make that $50 a day. So it makes it more attainable in your head when you're looking at this stuff. So then now what I do as an entrepreneur is I take it a step further there. So what I do is (laughs) before the year starts, so usually around like, the beginning of December, I'll go ahead and create like a business budget for the year, for the next year. So start projecting out like where I want to be, how many clients that would take, how many speaking engagements, how many t-shirts I need to set. Like I break it all the way down. So that way I can say, okay, if I sell two t-shirts, get one new client, do one speaking engagement, I've hit my goal. So yeah. that way as I go throughout the year, I can make sure I hit those numbers and then I'm good to go. So knowing so good. your cash flow, y'all. Knowing your cash flow can open up so many opportunities. So if you didn't get anything else from this, come on. <laughs> know Listen, your cash flow. I'm taking flow. notes. Because <laughs> because you know
0: why? I'm so passionate. Like I love <clears throat> practicality and I love simplicity. I feel like sometimes we just overcomplicated. This is what people have been doing for years but we don't sit down and push ourselves but I love the word empower ourselves. How powerful would you feel going into that nine to five knowing that you can create one product or service at $25 and say hey in order to replace my daily pay I need to figure out a way to sell four of these. Two of these. Man, my life would have been completely different had someone Infused that knowledge into me five years ago. And you're absolutely right. Most of what I see, Tiff, is get out a dream board, plop a number up top, and it's just going to magically come into your ecosystem. And that's not how it works. What Tiff just said is that she sat down on a piece of paper and she commanded her money to come through. She decided how, she decided when, and she had calendar management. So calendar management time management, money management. And for me, the last I usually do is the faith management, the spiritual part of this. You have to prepare your mind and your heart as well as your household for this epic transition you're about to make. You're going from being an employee to a boss, employee to a CEO. And a lot of us are doing that in about 12 to 18 months. So a lot of these skills are mandatory. She hasn't even... Blew your minds. This is the basic stuff that she does every single year to ensure
1: success. Amazing. I love that. Yes. And see, even if I don't make my goals. So like I had a goal, what was it? The year before last to do a hundred thousand in profit and I didn't quite hit it, but because I had a plan, I could go back and see, okay, where did I not hit? What did I need to do more of? That type of thing. And see, the big corporations, this is what they do. They do projections. That's what this is called. It's called projections. And so the big corporations do projections. Why aren't we doing it for ourselves? That's a post. You just need to snip. Listen, those are KPIs. Because you know what,
0: Tip? But we're taught to measure all this other stuff. How many followers? You know, how many clients? How many buyers? How many? It's just, but it's all in the minds. I'm loving this. Like, I love when I have the opportunity to talk to people that's just on the same wavelength. I'm like, I could talk to you all day. This, <laughs> oh, uh, you guys are so blessed to have someone pouring into you on a consistent basis, giving you the nuggets of life. I call them million dollar nuggets, and she's dropped at least three of them.
1: Today. Not just me, but you too. <laughs> <laughs> just like... And that's what my audience, I'd be like, they, if they follow me or whatever, I'll catch these gems because even not only me, but my guests, everybody just be dropping gems all on the podcast, all on my social, wow. all on the blog, everywhere. There's gems everywhere. It's just up to people to pick them up and yes. run with them. They're free. <laughs> like all of this it's... is free.
0: But the thing is, it can become from free To pay these gems can take you from free to getting you paid to seeing these people free. And I predominantly pour into women. I find that we need it the most. I find that we are life givers. We literally bring life into this world. And so if anybody's out there sitting in that cubicle life and you know you're made for more, you know that he's calling you out into the abyss. Know that you don't have to go into the dark abyss. She's dropping gems. There is light at the end of that path for you. And if you even just take one third of what we talked about today, you get serious about your life, get serious about your financial plans and goals, create a product and a service that can get you off. I always call it, find out how to buy your way to freedom, buy yourself out. Every day, I did a live the other day and I said, I want to see more women call out. Don't tell them you, you're not sick. You're well. I just want to spend time with my family today. I just want to work my business today. I don't think I'm coming in today. I've configured the numbers and I've figured a way out. Begin to chart your journey out of corporate America before they decide to chart you out of their business. Because if you don't fire them, at some point they will say to you, when you reach a certain pinnacle of success, you cannot do both. I could not do both anymore in my full time job, and that's what I choose to focus. I couldn't be a mom the way I wanted to be a mom, a wife the way I wanted to be a wife. I didn't like the person that I was in corporate. I like this Ashley. My family likes this Ashley, and so you only live once. That's the one thing the young people say: YOLO, right? Yolo. <laughs> You only live once, and the only thing that's going to make a difference between where you are today and tomorrow is you get that dash in between. What will they say you've created? What impact will they say you've had on this world, in this world? Because for me, they're going to say Coach A. Marie was out of this world. They're going to say Coach A. Marie was ridiculous. Coach A. Marie saw something, and she went after her dreams. She went after it. And my girls shall never see lack. Never lack
1: oh oh my gosh there's so much we could go on forever but I do want to be respectful of the listening audience because we are gen x y and z and our attention spans are really short but I could always have you on again but if people were interested in finding out more about you where would they be able to find you So you guys can follow me on Instagram. I'm there primarily as well as
0: Facebook at Amory Talks. As my daughter says, I talk all the time and she'll probably drop it down below, but haven't really ventured into the TikTok. I do a little bit of YouTubes, but most of my students find me inside of my Facebook group, which is Christian Women Entrepreneur Empowerment. I'm huge on seeing women be empowered. I feel
1: like that is the key to unlocking your success, the empowerment. Awesome, awesome, and I will have all of the that information in the show notes. So if you're interested in following Coach A Marie, because I know I am, um, <laughs> <laughs> definitely check out the show notes so you can get those links. So thank you so much for coming on the show today. Have an amazing day! <laughs> Wishing you the best success. All right, bye.
0: Thank you for listening, joining, and being a part of the Money Talk with Tip podcast this week. You can check Tiff out every Thursday for a new Money Talk podcast. But if you just can't wait until next week, you can listen to previous podcast episodes at MoneytalkwithT.com or follow Tiff on all social media platforms at MoneyTalkWithT. Until next time, spend wise by spending less than you make. A word to the money wise is always sufficient.